Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to the Courage to Change a Recovery Podcast. My name is Ashley Loblass and Game, and I am your host. I am here with our wonderful, amazing producer, Christiana. Hello, everyone. And we are here to talk a little bit about what's going on in the world. Uh, We have a little script, but we decided to just kind of do it organically. I mean, basically, what one of the things we want to talk about was what's going on with COVID-19 and this pandemic. I'm sure you're real tired of every company you've ever interacted with sending you an email. How many emails have you gotten? At least 10. And to be honest, the only reason why I was like, well, it's because I've been doing a lot of unsubscribing recently. Oh, I'm impressed. I'm impressed. That's why. I got one from, oh God, what was, I I got one from a company that (laughs) it was like not even relevant to. You're like, why? <laughs> you're like, here's what we're doing in light of COVID-19. It's like you're Godiva chocolate. Why, why does anyone? <laughs> I'm not <laughs> like, per, dis, oh, di, oh, here I have it up. Disc because we send Godiva as gifts. Rent the Runway sent me something. Uh, discountmugs.com. Sent, I'm like, guys. Discount mugs. Rent the Runway. I, I get Rent the Runway though. Right. Because that's okay. a lot Fair. of, you know, people okay. touching something, using something, sending it back. So that could be kind okay. of germ. Okay. Right, right. Okay. Okay. I'll, gi- I'll give you that. I got one from a counselor that I have never talked to, never signed up for, didn't even know who they were. I was like, oh, they're like, how did I get on this? Just in case you were wondering, this is what we're doing for COVID-19. I'm like, I've literally done recruiting for, you know, Lion Rock for two years. I'm like, I, I feel like I have a really good handle on counselors and reaching out. I'm like, I've never heard of this person. Okay, I'm on your list somehow. <laughs> yeah. Realtors, everyone like, I'm not in the real in I'm not looking for real estate. Like, what how do I I am now informed of every company's <laughs> COVID-19 procedures. My fitnesspal.com. It's like, guys, you're an app. <laughs> They're like, we just want to let you know that the germs will not transfer yeah. through this app. Yeah. We want, oh, we want oh, to reassure you. I, I have a, uh, this is, this is not a, an ad, but I, I have a, a renter's insurance through Lemonade. They sent me an email. Um, Lemonade. Yeah, it's it's an app, it's an app, and through oh. renters insurance, it's like easy peasy renters insurance. Lemonade, if you want to sponsor us, great. Hey, lemonade, lemonade renters insurance. I so it was just super easy, and they made it super easy. Uh, Dictionary dot com sent me. Uh, Stop. No, I'm serious. I, I clearly I need to dictionary dot un- com mm-hmm. sent you Moleskine. Well, okay. Moleskin. Hold on, I've got to know this. I've got to know. What are they doing? I don't know. I don't remember. I can't write. Do you see how many emails I'm getting? I can't remember all this. <laughs> see, I've been I've been doing some some hard unsubscribing work since January because I just kind of got the like me and my husband just moved a couple weeks ago, actually, right before everything started. Right. And so that like kind of the moving process really right. like, you know, I, it made me want to just clean everything out. But it is very it's like, it's kind of awakened something. It's like you're hearing from everybody, which is really interesting because, you know, in this digital age, everything grabs your attention, right? I mean, even here at the podcast, well, a lot of the stuff that we do is very organic. We are trying to figure out how do we reach more people with these stories? How do we find more listeners? How do we, you know, provide more support, more resources? And so it's interesting that all of a sudden resources are coming out of the woodworks. I actually kind of love it. 
I don't love all the emails, but I love all the resources that are coming out of the woodworks. Right. Like people, the unity that's being forced as a result of what's going on. Yes. Uh, I have very mixed feelings on what's going on because there's a lot of like, well, it's just really highlighting for me how many people were unaware of how many people like Lion Rock, like us, have been working online for so long and including close friends. I think that's kind of been the thing is like people I interact with, they're like, did you know that you could do meetings online? Did you know, you know, and I'm like, how long have we been friends? I mean, like what? So it's some of that, but I do agree. It's been an incredible, I mean, it's literally, I remember I was watching some documentary, don't ask, don't judge on Kid Rock and they were talking about how like yes he was in love to Kid Rock. They were talking about how he was an overnight success or whatever, but he was like he was a 10-year overnight success. Like how he had been working for so long and he had been doing all this stuff and then they picked up Ba with Ba and then blah 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 and and I was like, "Oh, this is what that feel this is what that's like." this is what it's like. Like now everybody's like, oh, online services, online this, online working, you know, because we have, we our company, Line Rock Recovery has been an online program for 10 years. Like that's all we've done and our entire workforce is remote. And so, I mean, for us with COVID-19, not much has changed. Right. The only thing, well... I don't think anything has changed. The only thing that has changed is that we've actually been getting more people who have been finding us and reaching out and looking for more resources. But Uh, nothing other than that, other than the only thing that's changed for us is that we're doing the podcasting. We're not doing the podcasting in our actual office booth because we do have, we do podcasts from the booth. So that's, that's right. That's pretty much it. We wanted to let you guys know that we are following all quarantine and social distancing guidelines, mm. which uh, a few weeks before the rules. this, we have rule keepers, which is Ashley's favorite thing to be. Mm-hmm. Yep. Love it. <laughs> but we are not together in the podcast booth. We do have home office setups with our uh, lovely sound equipment. So I don't think it'll sound any different, but if it does sound different, or if you hear dogs or children screaming in the background, mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. That's it, why. you know COVID. it's proof. Yep, COVID. You can just thank coronavirus for that. You know, maybe we should have the kids come and say hi. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I can tell. That'd be cool. Okay, have them. Have them come in and say something to our listeners. I think they'd love it. They're just the cutest. And King, wherever <laughs> he is. Oh, King. Yep, and then my dog, Noel, might blow in here screaming at me for lunch, too. <laughs> below in here. She, I mean, that's probably the best representation. I don't know if anybody has a very hyperactive golden retriever, but I do. And she literally just like busts through doors and thinks that everything is hers because it is. Because she's a badass bee. Yeah, she is. don't need no man. Oh, Oh, do we have the kids? Oh, I wish you guys could see this. Are you in costume? Why? How you wear this? Okay, just don't touch the microphone. Just say hi to it. Can you say hi? Hi. Oh my goodness. You look. Hi, Jackson. Jackson, who are you? I'm Buzz Lightyear. You're Buzz Lightyear? Yeah. Davis, are you Owlette? Yes. They, well, they just came in in costume. I pushed Davis with Owlette so he's really sad. You pushed your brother so he's really sad? Yes. Is that a good idea? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, 
I mean, if it's a good idea, who am I to say? How would you work it? This is a microphone. How would you work it? You just talk into it. You just talk. You just you just talk into it. I this is this that's Miss Christiana. Hi. Hi, buddy. Good to see you. Oh, he can't hear me because Ash has got headphones on. Yeah. Hi, Davis. Are you Owlette? Yes, I'm Owlette. Okay. Can you say bye? Bye. Can you say hello, beautiful people? Good job. Okay, I love you. Oh my God. I did not expect them to come in costume. That was adorable. I wish our listeners could have seen that. Maybe we could get like a little photo or something yeah. and share it. Yeah. It was the, much the more episode. than we bargained for. That was so cute. I mean, they literally ran in like superheroes. They're not messing around. Mm-mm. They're full co- full Buzz Lightyear costume. You know, I think seeing your kids run around, you know, there's, there's so many... There's so much fear and anxiety going on right now, and, and understandably so. I was just talking with a good friend of mine last night who is – her, her biggest thing is the fear of the unknown. She doesn't know when it's going to end. When you know When is this going to wrap up? What's going on? How will this continue affecting me? You know, and, and we don't really have answers to that yet, and we're looking to people to help out with those answers, but we don't have them yet. But So I think the coolest thing that we can draw from kids is the fact that, you know, their lives are just – they're going to keep going every day. They're going to keep, you know, eating and oh yeah, they don't. Skip a beat. Yeah, nothing, nothing is hindering them. Granted, you guys are you're their protectors, you're their providers, right? But there's just this this inherent trust and this real pure beauty of like that that kids live. They're not worrying about where their next meal is going to come from. They're not worrying. They're not sitting in. They're they're living in the present. You know, like we talk about. Yeah, yeah. They're definitely they're definitely living in the present. I mean. You know, first of all, I just want to say, like, you know, I want to send my, you know, express our love and and support to everybody out there. Um, I know, like, we're joking about it, but I know that this is super stressful time. I'm getting lots of phone calls about how depressed and upset and anxious we all are. And I'm in the same boat. Totally get that. And, you know, with the kids piece, you know, I've never felt, I've never had a moment since they were conceived, let alone, well, not since they were conceived, but since they were born, that I was like, I wish they weren't here for this. And this is like the first time where I was like, I really wish they weren't here for this because this is so scary and I don't know if I can protect them. Like I don't, this is so out of control. It's so beyond anything any of us have experienced and it doesn't play by any rules that we know, you know, I mean, any we can't see it. You know, there's so many things um, that it's really scary time to be a parent. And I think that's been an interesting experience of like acceptance and letting go and practicing all my self-care tools within the confines of (laughs) my house. And yeah, the kids, you know, it's an interesting thing. I think it really depends on how old your kids are. Mine are, you know, the twins are three, so they really don't have much concept of what's going on, except that we're not going to like a lot of the places that we usually go to. And, you know, they feel a little more cooped up than they normally do and they can't see any of their friends. So they, I mean, they do notice that stuff, but for the most part, you know, things are going along the way that they have. But I do recognize and I do think that something that happens is that we all feel like whoever our loved ones are, whether it's your parents, your children, you are completely out of control of the situation. And that's a scary 
thing. And just seeing, I think in some ways, just seeing them be so innocent to what's going on, it's comforting and terrifying, right? Because sure. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I'm, I'm watching them be in the moment and I'm watching them, you know, pissed that we turned on the news and not, you know, the PJ mask soundtrack, <laughs> right? We, we had this moment where the president was giving, giving like an update speech. And this was er, kind of earlier at where the speeches were saying like what was going to happen. Like we, it was important to hear. And my husband turns off the PJ mask, whatever the, whatever the show, it was either music video or show or whatever mm. they were enjoying at the time. And we're, we're trying to watch and they're just howling at us, screaming and crying, throwing these massive temper tantrums. And to the point where Dak and I are putting our ears up next to the TV, just like <laughs> trying to hear. And I was like, I'm like, they're so in the moment that like, we can't, you know, we're, we're thinking to ourselves like, this is can't just, be. like, it's yeah. just like the level of disconnect, right? Like you're right. sitting there like there is a worldwide pandemic and you are concerned about what happens in the PJ mask episode that you have seen 300 times. Like <laughs> need, need you to chill. But Don't you just wish you could go back to that level. You know, you look at it, you're like, gosh, dang it. What was I in such a rush to grow up for? You have it so good. It just was so fun. It, it was just, we are living. It was two things. We're sharing the same space. It was like one of those perfect examples of like, we're sharing the same space, but we're having very different experiences, but the same thing is happening in the same space. And just that like a little bit of awareness or or care or just whatever perception, it changes like exactly how we're all experiencing that moment. And it really, it really speaks to that your mindset is going to determine what you're experiencing because we could have been experiencing the exact same thing. We were all inside, so it didn't matter, you know, like in that, in that exact moment, it didn't actually matter because we were all inside, you know, so it's just one of those things where you just, you can see very clearly that the mindset matters and, and staying in the moment and all that. And you can also see how, you know, terif- you know, or experience how terrifying it is to be a parent and yeah, and to have parents. I mean, I don't know about your parents, but my parents are, well, particularly my mother, having a hard time following rules, having a hard time following the quarantine. So I'm going to call out my beautiful, sweet, spicy, fiery Trinidadian grandmother who is in her 80s, who has a lung condition, who gets pneumonia easily um, and has for, I mean, as far back as I can remember. And this little firecracker of a woman who I'm literally calling every other day, like, hey, Grams, she lives up in the Pacific Northwest. I'm like, Grams, like, you need to, hey, like, you need to stay inside. What do you need? I can Amazon anything to you. I know, I literally, have, I know all of her community, her friends, like, my sisters and I are like, do you need money? Do you need groceries? Like, we can mobilize support for you, stay inside your house. Uh, and I just talked with my sister yesterday. And she's like, Hey, did you know that Graham's went on another Costco run? And we're like, are you effing serious? Of course. (laughs) Yeah. No, it's, 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 I have so many friends that have called me and like, my parents will not listen. They will not stay inside. They will not, you know, and I just think it's kind of, it's funny. Like my children, my toddlers, I have more control over like 
them and more reasoning than my parents. My mother was going to go on a cross-country trip, take a flight to Florida two weeks two weeks ago to see her 86-year-old father. And I, my sisters and I were like, you, ha- you have to be kidding. So we got to the point where I was able to, to get her to postpone the trip. That was the best I could do, postpone. Not okay. Too. Yeah. But no, I mean, I, I, I took it, but I was, it's just funny. It's an, it's a, I've seen all these um, articles and memes and different things. It's like talking about trying to get your boomer parents to take it seriously and to stay inside. And they're like, I lived through the Cuban missile crisis. I'm not doing any, you know, <laughs> like, oh dear Lord. <laughs> What's funny with my grand, because my, both my parents, um, both sets, I should say, of parents, because my parents are divorced and they're both married to amazing people. They they all have jobs that are that would be considered essential mm-hmm. to the community, mm-hmm. and so they're working, but they're taking precautions. I talk with them every day, and you know, they'll as soon as they come in, they shower and they, you know, strip off their shoes and their clothes, and they have like their cleaning routines and stuff. So they're good. Their immune systems are actually really healthy. I'm so thankful. And they're doing things to keep that immunity up. So I'm proud of them. They're they're following the guidelines. And my my mom's also helping her 86 year old neighbor and grocery shopping for him and stuff. So I'm I'm really proud of her for that too. But my grams, it's like I, I think part of it's her being in her 80s. But she'll be talking to us about you know what she heard on on the news you know last night and calling me as soon as California was shut down and you very into it. Like you will make sure you stay inside, make sure you don't get the flu. And I'm like, yes, yes, I will. I will make sure I don't, I don't get the flu. I'll, 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 (laughs) I'm putting on my bubble wrap right now, you know? And then the next day I'm finding out that her ass is at Costco. I'm like, Grams, come on, (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. come on, don't do that. Like what is happening? So I don't know. It just, no one can tell this woman what to do, but you know, hopefully everybody's parents are staying safe and everyone's, you know, following it for their own health and, and well-being. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, I mean, who knows what the, you know, there's, there's always two sides to every story and there's different perspectives. And, and I'm sure that, you know, there's validity on either side of the argument. I, my, my feeling is, you know, if it's possible to limit exposure, there's, you know, that might, that's probably worth the downside, you know. But I mean, the, at the same time, I have friends who have lost their jobs, or their kids are home, the, you know, both both parents have lost their, like really awful, awful things are happening as a result. And uh, one of my friends, she was, so she was an escrow on her house, someone's buying her house. And she was an escrow on another. So she she was selling her house and then buying another house. And when this all hit and she lost her job and then her kids are home at school. And then the house is, her house is selling. It sold. <gasps> and then it fell through on the other one, on the one she was buying. So now they have to move out, you know, just like... Just stuff where you're like, oh my God, you know, just absolutely. I mean, I, I suppose that's nothing compared to the people who are losing, you know, shelter and and it's it's a it's a really scary, insane time. And I think it's also a time where my experience has been that out of the worst things come unexpected gifts. That's, yes, that's been my experience. And. I'm not trying to, uh, you know, put lipstick on a pig here because I get that, you know, I, <laughs> I get that this is really, you know, that that I am lucky and I'm coming from a place of privilege and I I appreciate that deeply, and I also know that 
all of the things that happen, you know, many of many of the things that have happened in this world bring about something very unexpected, whether it's unity, you know, I mean, whether it's a um, you know, break on the environment, whatever. There's so many different things and that it's not clear what the gifts are per se, what they're going to be and what they're going to be for each of us having to slow down, having to change our lives, but there will be gifts that come from it. Absolutely. I agree with you. And I, I love that you, that you said, you know, you're not trying to put lipstick on a pig, but these are also the things we need to focus on because it's so easy, you know, raising my hand here, to get swept up in the news and you see more reports or you see cases going up and it's the spirit of fear that like you can cut, you can just feel it. It's, it's running rampant right now. It, it's, it's not like, you know, your next door neighbor is going through something, but you can't necessarily feel it unless you're talking with them. Like you can literally step outside and just feel the atmosphere. There's been a shift. It feels different, you know, and, and, and everyone is experiencing the same thing in different ways. And so I think at least from what I've seen, the silver lining has been, I've, I've had, you know, family members that live close by where we love each other. We know that they're close by, but we're all so busy and so wrapped up in our lives that, you know, we don't reach out as often as we, we all wish that we would, you know, it's not on anyone, you know, any one of us, it's just, Hey, we wish our lives would cross more, but there's so many things that are on it. And so Roger, my husband and I got a call from, you know, one of our, the the groups of families just who's close by. And they're like, Hey, we just wanted to have like a family call with you and just see how you're doing. And do you need anything? We love you. We just wanted to chat and see how you're doing. And it was so neat because I was like, Oh, we should be doing this whenever this isn't going on, you know? And, and it was so beautiful that they thought to do that. And they got together as a family of five to call us, which was really, really neat. Like we never, cause they have three kids, all different ages. And so they're going seven different directions. My oldest niece is about to go to college this next year. So she's experiencing this during her senior year, not knowing what's going to happen for her during her school year. And, you know, they're still stopping to call us. And, you know, we're still allowed to go out and, you know, walk our dogs and maintain, you know, the six foot social distancing, which was very hard for me, not with the people with the dogs. (laughs) I was like, okay, you cannot pet the dog. You cannot go pet the dog. Mm -hmm. Um, But more people are smiling at us and more people are like really making sure to say hi or it's just, it feels a little, the connection feels more genuine, which is so neat. And so it's those little things where it's like, if you take that time to stop and to be like, okay, I'm not going to entertain fear right now. I'm, I'm not going to eat. I'm going to, even though it's hard, right. It just to kind of stop, breathe for a second. My first thing that I do to stop, to kind of like stop that fear is make a list of five things go that you're thankful for. And my best friend and I do that. We go, okay, quick list of five things you're thankful for go. Cause it shifts your perspective immediately to what I don't have or what I don't know is going to happen to what I do have and what I do know I'm thankful for and grateful for. And I feel like your heart starts lifting a little and then it gets you outside of just thinking of yourself, which it's so easy to do because you have to protect your family. You want to think that way. That's a good thing to have. You just don't want to stay there in that narrow focus. You want to make sure you're aware of what's going on and aware of who's around you and, and if there are ways you can help. And So that's actually been something really beautiful. I've been getting texts from so many more people than I normally would who are just like, hey, just checking in. And I got a text from a friend who was actually very, 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 very genuinely scared that this was like the end of the world. I mean, like, like legitimately afraid. And so I was like, well, I, I, you know, I don't know, you know, I can't say because I'm not the keeper of time, but 
Um, I don't think it is. And I I have a feeling we're going to get through this. And so then we talked about some practical ways we could help each other. Um, And now I'm so proud of her. She's holding, we're all, she's one of my dancer friends and uh, she's holding weekly online stretch classes for people, which is just so neat. I'm so proud of my friends and, and the people that I see in the community who are, you know, taking their unique talents and giving back, you know, online and finding new ways to help and to connect, which is really, really neat. So that's yeah. Yeah. Too. No, I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's, these are really um, interesting times and really important times to practice all the tools that we have. Um, one of the ones, <laughs> one of the ones I have is I literally to stop my brain, I have to stop and do push-ups so that I literally like, so my brain is actually not functioning. I'm just focused on like, oh God, I'm going to die if I do another push-up. And it changes, <laughs> it, it changes my brain chemistry. I'm very aware that I'm on the ground. Like it, it, it's a whole, like I'm not, I, I can try to do the, the gratitude list, but I'm like, I'm grateful for it my, you know, (laughs) like I can't get into, like, it takes a very specific mindset for me to, to like have it shift my perspective, like truly feel it, particularly if I'm feeling very diva grumpy. And, but if I get on the ground, I'm on the ground, you know, like, sorry, diva grumpy. Can we chat about this real quick? What is that? I love this. It's when you're grumpy, but you're also acting like a diva. (laughs) It's diva grumpy. It could, be a, it, it could be my new line of Barbie dolls. The grumpy diva. Uh huh. Exactly. Oh my god. Oh yep. my! I I feel a podcast episode coming on. Mm-hmm. Diva grumpy. Grumpy diva. Um, I'm gonna get the crown. Okay. Anyways, sorry to cut you off there. No, no, please. So yeah, I so I think there's like all different types of tools. Go outside, push-ups, um, whatever. Uh, you know, jump into your cold pool that um, changes your neural chemistry. Like there's just so much, so many different tools that you have to use. And depending on who you are, like I have friends who just are doing gratitude lists all day long. That's not going to get me out of myself the way the other things, but I can do a gratitude list in addition to those things. So I think, yeah, I, well, I, I need to, in addition, I've been reaching out a lot. I, you know, I try to figure out what it is. So here's the other thing. I try to figure out what it is that I need to do. And then I ask myself, if I get any more information, is that going to change what I'm doing? Right. So, so like a lot of, you know, I'm, I'm sitting and I was calculating how many ICU beds there are. And now, you know, like I get, I go, I go deep into the hole. And, uh, the question is like, is that going to change how I'm washing my hands? Is it going to change whether I'm going to the store or not? Like, is it going to change anything that I'm doing? Or is it just going to alarm me greater and greater and greater, right? So I'm trying to pay attention to that. Like, what am I doing? What's the value of the additional information that I'm gathering? Is it going to change something I do? Now, if it's going to change maybe how I act, maybe it's going to change whether or not I go to Costco or, you know, whether or not I order in or it's going to, you know, whatever. I don't know. I'm making it up. But like, if it's going to change something, then the information that I gather, that that additional information is useful. If not, it's what my father would call torture porn. You know, I'm just, (laughs) I'm just literally like, torturing myself 
for some deviant reason and I have no idea. And then I'm like, oh, why do I feel so terrible? You know, because I continue to read about the quantity of ventilators and ICU beds and then I'm calculating the amount of people, you know, like just, I, I just go into a hole with it. And, and then you're reading all the different opinions and then you're arguing with people about the opinions and then you're angry because people are at the beach and then you're angry because the economy is shut down and then you're angry because it's not shut down. You know, just like, you right. just, I mean, I can go, you know, and it's kind of like what we talk about here. I have an alcoholic brain, right? An addict, whatever you want to call it. I have a brain that is abnormal, has an abnormal reaction to substances and is seeking to feel differently than I feel. And one of the things that my brain will do is seek situations that have heightened experiences, right? Like heightened, heightened emotions and whether that's thrill seeking, horror movies, whatever, like what it just like, just to feel, feel big. And this is a scenario where that does that, but it's not one that stops. Like it's not a roller coaster. It's not a horror movie that ends. It's not like a, a thriller book, podcast, whatever. And so it puts me in a constant tailspin. And that's the difference, right? Cause I, I do seek that extreme emotional roller coaster. This is not that. This is the that situation where I really have to keep in check, like, what is the value of what I'm doing? And can I afford to ruminate in it? And and something we talk about in program is about how drug addicts and alcoholics, whatever you want to call, you know, alcoholics do not have the luxury of holding on to resentments. Resentments are a luxury afforded to you know, holding onto resentments are a luxury afforded to people who don't kill themselves with drugs and alcohol. And people who do, do not have the luxury to hold on to those things. We have to work through them because eventually they'll kill us. And, and uh, if you listen to the podcast or go deeper on that, there's a lot more there. We do not have the luxury to sit and think about a pandemic all day long. Yep. Because we have no control over it. It's constant inundation with information and bad news and ups and downs and this way and that way. And it's pretty much putting us on a hamster wheel. So it's a perfect example of something that maybe your average Joe who doesn't suffer from mental illness can sit there and get on Reddit and read every thread all day long and do that all day long. We do, with our particular disposition, that is a very dangerous game. And so I have, I've, I've really had to say like, okay, Ash, no more. And then of course, 10 minutes later, I do it. And then I'm like, okay, remember what we talked about 10 minutes ago with ourselves? Great. Let's redo that. <laughs> just like constant. <laughs> Though it is, it's just constant. And then talk to someone about it and remind myself like all of these things. But I just don't have the luxury of um, constantly being you know, an investigative reporter on this pandemic. It's just, turns out that's not my job. Who <laughs> would have known? But it is, it's so funny because I, you know, you you brought up such a great point that, you know, the alcoholic and the addict brain, you guys just don't have that luxury of going there. And, you know, I have friends who have substance use disorders, you know, you're my very good friend, but, um, you know, other people in my life as well. And, and I've been having to tell them the same thing and be like, Hey, you know what? This is really important now more than ever to get connected or to stay connected in whatever your your said community group is. And if you don't have something, then we have something for you. 
you know, and so I wanted to mention uh, that Lion Rock Recovery Ooh, yeah. has started a COVID-19 anxiety support group. It is welcome to anyone. You do not have to be a client of Lion Rock. You don't have to have ever joined a meeting before. And so you don't have, have to be, you don't have to be a drug addict or an alcoholic. You you don't have to, there's anyone can join. It's free and it's led by two master's level therapists. They're phenomenal and we've gotten incredible feedback from it so far. And it's specifically for people who are just simply struggling with anxiety due to this pandemic that's going on. Um, and I know we've got, I think we've got five groups going on weekly. Right, like Maybe. different times. I just made them add. I was like, you guys got to add evening groups for the West Coast people. We're str- they were on the struggle bus, man. Get us, you know. <laughs> so they, they did. They added... Uh, they added to a Wednesday and a Thursday, 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, in addition to all the others. Fantastic. So we've got those going. If you want to access those, uh, you can take a look at the schedule and then also join the groups. I think they cap it at 50 people. So it's first come, first serve. You go to lionrockrecovery.com. At the very top of the homepage, there's an orange banner and you can click it and it'll take you right there. And it'll also take you to the support groups page. And so this is really important because I've been seeing so many news articles. My husband sent me a few of them too. You know, people who go to in-person 12-step recovery meetings, they now don't have those available to them. Uh, Lion Arc Recovery, we've been around for a decade and and have had these meetings online for some time. So we also have those available. I don't think we're capping those at this time. I think we're trying to create more. We're just expanding. So some of the things, here are some of the online resources, free resources. Okay. So we have the COVID-19 and I'm showing one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Okay. So there are eight different groups for that. We then have regular 12-step groups led by volunteers in the community that are online. We have a recovery Dharma meeting, which is a a Buddhist version of 12-step. So cool. We have several different workshops. So Monday nights, there's an Al-Anon meeting for family members. There's a a couple different workshops. There's a women's meeting on Tuesday nights. There's a spirituality workshop. There is a first responders only support group meeting on Thursdays, um, which is online. There's a Narcotics Anonymous meeting on Fridays. And I think... That's what we have so far. We're adding, we're adding more to it. But anyway, that there's so we have a lot of free resources. And if you are not finding what you need, please feel free to reach out to us, and we'll let you, uh, we'll help you find what it, whatever it is that you need, if it's not here. And we are also going to be continuing with our with our podcasts, and hopefully, those will be inspiring to you during this time and and give you a laugh and some comfort and something to look forward to. We are also asking that people please, please, please rate and review. We get a ton of emails and support and we still need people to review based for algorithm purposes. So if you want to show us some love on there, that is much appreciated. And uh, is there, am I missing anything? Uh, just as Ashley said, feel free to reach out to us, you know, in the show notes and then on our website as well, podcast at lionrockrecovery.com. That's our email address. We have a Facebook and an Instagram. 
Facebook is the Courage to Change Recovery Podcast. Instagram is the Courage to Change underscore podcast. We're posting whenever our new episodes come out. As Ashley said, we are going to continue to bring you those episodes. We are home podcasting. So if you hear any glitches or anything funky, then we're not using our normal equipment, but I think that we've got the the right stuff. So we're going to continue bringing you that good content as well as Ashley and our brainstorming some good bonus content for you. One thing um, I do want to offer is that if you have any situations or questions that you want addressed, talked about, we might, we're thinking about doing sound bites or whatever. So if you want to submit a question or a scenario that you want feedback, advice on, or you want a speaker who has that experience, please send that to us, podcast at lionrockrecovery.com. Sort of like an Ask Ashley column. If you have questions about that, we have the ability to um, address that and think that that would be fun to offer specific feedback um, to our listeners. That would be amazing. Yes. We really want this podcast to be interactive. Ashley's always asking me, have you gotten any more emails? Have you gotten more emails? (laughs) (laughs) So we want to hear from you guys. And we just, again, we want to extend our full support. You know, we know this has been a really trying time for everyone, you know, some more than others. Uh, You know, our hearts go out to people who've lost their jobs and who are in situations that are really difficult right now. I just, I want to encourage our listeners and just I don't, I obviously don't know anything about how long this is going to go for. We can only remain optimistic that we're going to get through this. And and we know that we will get through this together and we're going to come out even better than we were on the other side. If you need anything, need connections to resources, we're here for you. We'll do whatever we can. Um, Stay connected, stay connected with us, stay connected with your own communities, with your families, with your friends. If you don't have anyone to connect with, connect with us. We're happy to be part of your community. And uh, we value and we appreciate you. And we are just sending all of our love to you. Thanks so much, guys. Take care. Any last words of wisdom, Ash? (laughs) Push-ups. Okay, so we're all going to come back yoked after this. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, you know, I I just seek, seek until you find the right answer for you. Just don't stop looking. Not everything's going to work. Just keep trying to find the thing that works for you. And when you do, you know, use that tool to stay sane. And uh, I I respond to all emails from listeners. So feel free to reach out to me. I, I will respond to you. Absolutely. Thank you guys. Hang in there. We've got more content coming your way soon. Thanks. Bye guys. This podcast is sponsored by Lion Rock Recovery. Lion Rock provides online substance abuse counseling where clients can get help from the privacy of their own home. They are accredited by the Joint Commission and sessions are private, affordable, and user-friendly. Call their free helpline at 800-258-6550 or visit www.lionrockrecovery.com for more information.